Today we are joined by Jay Knight, who is the CEO of Green Green Cream LLC and owner of Jane and Mary's. Uh, I know that I'm going to give a plug to our friends at Illinois News Joint because they did a great great article um, on you, Jay. So, Jay, welcome to the Illinois Podcast. Thank you, man. It's really good to be here. Uh, I've been looking forward to getting a chance to sit down with you for a while now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Likewise. Likewise. We're, we're a big fan of your ice cream, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I tried it, I was like, oh yeah, we need to talk to this guy for sure. Cause this is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I really, uh, I really live, uh, you know, by the compliments on the ice cream. So that makes me, that makes my day. It makes me smile. I, I just have to say right off the bat, before we tell folks where they can find you on social media and stuff, it's the best ice cream I've ever had at home. It's yeah, I mean, just infused or not, best ice cream period. Yeah, infused. The part, the the fact that it's infused is just uh, ever on <laughs> top of that. Yeah, it's a big bonus. So I, yep. I had to tell you that right off the bat, man. So, uh, yeah, where where can we find you online on social media? Thank you. Uh, I got a website. Um, my website is based on my Seattle business, and that's JaneMarys.com. That's just J-A-N-E-M-A-R-Y-S.com. And, uh, but right now in Illinois, I, I do a lot of my, uh, you know, just re- reaching out and communicating with people on my uh, Instagram. And my Instagram is one word, Jane and Mary's with an S. So one word, Jane and Mary's with an S. So yeah, that's what I do, man. I'm kind of just here. I'm home. I'm from Chicago. Uh, you know, I've been all over the place uh, the last... 15 years and it's, I've been back home in Illinois the last three years and it's been uh, good to be home and good to hear you guys loving the ice cream and the, the response that I'm getting here in uh, my home city has been so fantastic. Yeah. I want to get into your story, but before we kind of like turn the pages back, let's tell people what you're currently waiting on, right? You're waiting on, uh, am I correct? You're looking at getting into being a possible infuser, which makes sense, right? You make infused goods. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, right now, uh, I have three options uh, that I'm pursuing all at once. Uh, the number one option is to have my own license uh, as an infuser. Um, and so we're waiting on Illinois to kind of put things together for that. Uh, my second option is to, um, you know, partner with someone who already already has a license. And so those opportunities are um, coming up, you know, pretty quickly and people are knocking on the door, which is great. And then the third option would be for me to just um, kind of license and agree agreements with uh, different places in different states uh, with licensors. So just kind of license out the brand and the product. So uh, those are the three options that I'm looking at right now. And uh, but obviously I want to have my own license in the state of Illinois. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, fingers crossed on, uh, with you on that. I did see uh, just reported before we got on the podcast, which I specifically posted and said, let's see you put your money where your mouth is. Uh, JB Pritzker said that um, one of the things that they're going to be putting as a quote unquote priority is the tie up and licensing. So uh, yeah, when I say put your money where your mouth is, JB, put your money where your mouth is. Let's see those licenses get awarded to the folks that need it like Jay and Mm-hmm. others that we've talked to so yep yeah. i totally agree i saw that headline as well i didn't get a chance to read the article but i did see the headline yeah so. yeah so let's hope man let's hope that makes me feel good you know and um you've seen deficiency notices go out for the craft growers 
Um, I was talking to Tom Howard and he said he's a little, it's not that he's worried, you know what I mean? But uh, as a lawyer, cause he's got to help, you know, different people, folks like you uh, with the application, he says that, you know, he wouldn't be surprised to see things come out about the dispensary licenses and other licenses soon, since it seems like the ball's rolling on some of these things. And I mean, um, the same company are the, those are the same people, the same people that have been scoring the applications are still scoring the application. So if they're yep. coming out with something, it we're, we're hoping that means they're going to be coming out with more. So fingers yep. crossed, my friend. Yeah. Fingers crossed. fingers crossed. Uh, you know, I'm hoping I'm, I'm hopeful, but, uh, but I'm not waiting around. Like I'm, uh, I'm working, I'm working, um, every Avenue I can possibly come up with, uh, because, uh, the demand is really there. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, if you got a product like the the one that you, that we've tried, which uh, we've we tried a few of your flavors, which ones? We, so I tried vanilla. Which ones did you try, Justine? I tried the strawberry and the cookies and cream, and I yeah. could not decide which one I liked better. I loved yeah. them both. <laughs> I'm trying to think yeah. of the one I tried. It was like a yellowish color. The mango. Um, yeah, I think the mango that was really really tasty. So yeah, I'm I'm glad you like the that's the sorbet. So I do ice cream and sorbets. Uh, obviously, the sorbets are uh, dairy free, uh, mm-hmm. fat free, uh, vegan friendly, and uh, and they're hard. You know, because if you know anything about infusing uh, THC and cannabis um, into food products, you need that fat to bind it. So it's been a really tough uh, experimentation to get it right. And uh, literally last Sunday. I got it right. So I'm super, <laughs> I can't wait for you to try the new mango, the new and approved uh, fresh mango is what I'm calling it. So, uh, Good yeah, stuff. that's yep. exciting. That's it is exciting. exciting. I'll, definitely, I'll definitely be, uh, it's so crazy. That. It's like all of these crazy things going on in the world, but we get excited about ice cream and that's the way it's always going to be. So it's the little things, you know, ice yep. cream is traditional. It's very nostalgic. And mm-hmm. um, I just got to say, I think I commented on your Instagram post about the mango sorbet that I cannot wait mm-hmm. to try that at some point because mango is like one of my favorite flavors and I love sorbet and well, to have it infused is just, oh, I can't wait. That's awesome. I'll make sure I set yours aside. Okay, Justine. Thank you. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, let's, uh, you were talking about Seattle. That's kind of where you got your start, correct? Yeah. Yep. I got it. Well, you know, like I said, I'm born and raised in, uh, in uh, Illinois, Chicago and all yep. over South side, West side, West suburbs. Um, and um, in uh, 2004, I moved to North Carolina and I, I was a teacher. So I'm, I'm an educator by trade. So uh High school, middle school, social studies. So can you imagine me? I'm the AP social studies teacher, world, world history <laughs> teacher. So, nice. um, but uh, I did get a chance to stop everything. I put my career on hold and I pursued opening up a uh, ice cream uh, franchise prototype in North Carolina. Okay. And uh, it was called Cookies and Cream. And uh, and it was, it, you know, you, you remember the time when Cold Stone was booming and before the recession, the all the franchises popping up, ice cream was doing huge numbers. Uh, frozen oh, yeah. yogurt was doing huge numbers. Uh, yeah. And I was just in, inspired as an entrepreneur. I mean, I love desserts. I, I've always been a huge dessert guy and ice cream guy specifically. But, um, but you know, I was more of a, I just, you know, more head of the, more of the entrepreneurial spirit. So uh, I just had an idea to open up a franchise prototype and we did, uh, it was called Cookies and Cream, where we did homemade ice cream 
and homemade cookies all in the same mm. place. So we basically took like Cold Stone and Mrs. Fields and combined them together. Uh. And so it was a great concept, man. We redid everything, the whole menu. Everything kind of played on the cookies and cream theme. Uh, we had a constant, ro- uh, we rotated flavors constantly. We had uh, ice cream. You can blend them in and make your ice cream blizzards. And we had a cookie cone, all kinds of cool things. But um, the recession. I know came. somebody's listening to this right now and is just raiding their freezer right now as you, <laughs> as you list off all these yep. things. Anyways, though, you said the recession. Yep, yep. And the recession came in. Literally, when I opened the Maya franchise uh, prototype, it felt like the recession started that same day. The same day I had my grand opening, the, re- the economy had their grand closing. And so uh, we, we opened up in a beautiful shopping center, but it was like 70, 80% vacant because of the, the businesses couldn't, couldn't keep up. And we fought the good fight and we ended up closing in 2013. Gotcha. But from that, so it brings us to Seattle. I had a really close friend, actually one of my best friends lived in Seattle. And uh, he was a uh, third generation uh, cannabis grower. And he was like, oh man, you need to come out to Seattle and learn how to make ice cream and bring your ice cream and we can learn how to infuse it. And, uh, and I was just not educated, you know, on, on, the, on the, the, the benefits of the plant at the time. So I actually turned him down. I was like, nah, man, I'm not, you know, I, I couldn't do it. You know, being, me being a teacher, and education and the taboo. Remember, this is 2013, 2014. Right. So the taboo, the national taboo of working with cannabis uh, was still there. And I just couldn't, um, you know, put that on my the current brand that I had built. Yeah. But, and uh, for folks listening real quick, just to give mm-hmm. them context, uh, that year, there was not really any adult use cannabis mm-hmm. on, on in the States. So just for perspective, folks, that the stigma yeah. was still very real. Yep. Very uh, and that, but we all know that Seattle, you know, had been on the medical marijuana push, and uh, and it was very liberal and welcoming in that in that in that regard. So, um, so yeah. So after a year, after just kind of looking into it and educating myself and really re-educating myself on the plant, uh, I decided to to make a make a big push for it. So 2015, I went out to uh, Seattle, Washington, set up a micro creamery, right? Had my own kitchen. Uh, my equipment out there, everything, and I started making a cannabis infused ice cream, and it was a it was a hit. It was a hit. It was a oh, short lived yeah. hit, but it was a hit. <laughs> well, tell you know, I mean, there's a reason you chose ice cream, right? I well, I not I don't mean to try to go to an answer out of you. The re- I was reading that you had gone to Seattle and. You were asking patients what they were, you know, looking for in an edible product. Mm-hmm. Exactly, uh, because I wanted to do my research before I jumped right in. Sure. And um, obviously, I did ice cream and I did cookies uh, right. and, and other baked goods like cinnamon rolls and things like that. And then, um, and uh, the ice cream was more of a novelty when it comes to edibles, right? It wasn't as yeah. common. And I did find ice cream in Seattle, but the ice cream quality in Seattle was like. I don't know, man, like frozen green ice, <laughs> basically. Not <laughs> trying to disrespect anybody. It was just, it wasn't a high quality product. Uh, and, and as you were saying, as I started to kind of do my, my research, people wanted something that was uh, easily uh, uh, edible, uh, something that tastes great and it was very potent. And then really most important, consistent. Yeah. And so that's what I kind of started off doing and uh, kicked it off, kicked it off in a big way in Seattle. 
I kind of I kind of lucked into uh, you know the community. The best thing about uh, dealing with this plant, um, besides the benefits of the of, the, uh, of cannabis, is just the cannabis community. So even in Seattle, like people kind of found out what I was doing and I was just welcomed in right away. People were inviting me to places, educating me, teaching me, introducing me to people. And I was just really blown away by the love uh, that I was receiving in Seattle. And I didn't I didn't know I only knew one person. So it, yeah. it was a great experience for me. I mean, that's definitely something that I've found about the cannabis community as well, that it is very much a community. Everybody's mm-hmm. very welcoming. There's no like, you don't see a lot of ego unless you're looking more at the, um, you know, the bigger players in the cannabis game. But mm-hmm. for the most part, everybody kind of more on the ground level is very open to sharing and open to talking and discussing and that's really awesome. And that's kind of what we're here for too, is just the community aspect of it all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree. So, yeah. And folks, if you, if you get your hands on Jane and Jane and Mary's ice cream, um, you know, again, the goal was to make it taste really good, but you should remember that it is a hundred milligrams a cup and uh, you know, just take a few spoonfuls at a time, folks, just, you know, mm-hmm. take it easy. You can always eat more. Mm-hmm. never eat less yeah yep. jay jay you're playing a very dangerous game by making it so damn delicious and so damn but pleasant. but though i talked to jay and he's talking about making lower dose ice i don't mean to break the news is that okay jay you were yeah, talking no, about absolutely. making lower dose ice creams and no absolutely where i'm at now in illinois uh because i'm waiting on the license i'm just kind of really in a research and uh development phase sure. so we know edibles man it's a tough market because the range of what people are looking for is so so broad right i have i have uh friends who you know want to consume five to ten milligrams per serving and then i have people who are like man i need 200 300 400 milligrams yep. and uh so it's a broad range so so what i'm doing now is you know just for you know friends and family i make available um the 100 milligram cups and that way you can kind of go from, you know, however you need to. But once uh, we get the product uh, ready for retail, you know, in dispensaries and licensed up and fully legal, uh, I'll have the ability to uh, make a lower dosage and a higher dosage, nice. uh, you know, nice. amount. Because you know what, Here, here's the one thing that I wanted to bring. And I, I don't think this is unique to me, but I don't really see it pushed. Um, so let me tell you about, can I tell you about my experience when I had my first edible? Oh yeah, go I ahead, think, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I think we all been there, right? I, I mean, literally, the story I'm going to share, I'm sure you can relate to. Uh, first time I had my first edible, it was a cookie, and you know, they tell you, "Hey, uh, you know, this this cookie, eat one fourth of the cookie. Start there, just like you just said, <laughs> right?" So yep. I eat one fourth of the cookie, and I'm not feeling anything. Um, I eat the other uh, the other fourth, so I'm up to half a cookie. I'm not feeling anything. I'm going to a, uh, a comedy show with friends, uh, had a couple of beers and not paying attention. I eat the whole cookie. And I would say about 30 minutes later, I just took off like, like I was hanging out with Elon <laughs> Musk headed to uh, Mars. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and so it was a crazy night. Uh, I ended up somehow in the back of, um, in the, the back of the comedy show, bathroom you know what i mean you know yeah. losing losing my stomach so uh so so the pro- and guess what and the cookie was absolutely disgusting 
So <laughs> I told myself that I want to make it where people can appreciate uh, the the uh, medicinal and recreational experiences of the of the of the edible, but at the same time enjoy what they're actually eating. Yeah. So ideally, people would be able to consume um, the desired amount of ice cream from me that they want and still get the right dosage. So that's going to be the overall goal versus having to start with one or two tablespoons because it's hard and people enjoy the ice cream. So I want people to have a regular dosage of ice cream and be able to be close to where they want to be as far as the potency is concerned. Yeah. That's, yep. that's a killer. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that you know, people might have on their mind right now, if, if, if they're big, and I mean, people that listen to the podcast, I would assume go to the dispensaries a lot, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or not, depending on which one they listen to. Right, <laughs> right. We, we, yeah, we have thoughts about the dispensaries and some, you know, but anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're really fingers crossed for uh, the new dispensaries, which will hopefully be the social equity candidates, our neighbors, you know, our friends, um, so, you know, hopefully we see that in the near future. Um, yep. But uh, one of the questions people might have right now is like, how, how are you going to sell uh, your ice cream in a dispensary? Isn't it going to melt? <laughs> yeah, you know, good question. So, um, you know what? Ice cream, it sounds great. Um, and it is a great product, but it is completely different logistically than uh, a shelf-stable product like flour or something else, right? So um, my plan, the model that works really well is uh, operate within dispensaries that have freezers and then yep. also have a, um, a plan for the dispensaries who need freezers. I'll actually provide the freezers. So my company nice. will actually provide the freezers. Yep. Uh, branded okay. freezers, give great, you know, to everything I do, I typically go a little bit above and beyond and make sure that I'm putting a, a great, you know, and I'm doing justice to my brand. So a great branded freezer. Uh, so, you know, sometimes hopefully they could be in the front for display. The back, every state is different. Every state has different requirements right now. And we're working with that. Matter of fact, that's what happened in Seattle. I don't know if uh, I got a chance to tell the rest of that story. Um, you know, like I said, it was a short lived victory in Seattle because uh, when I first started, it was just medical marijuana. And yeah. when um, and then they passed the laws to allow recreation to come in. And when recreation came in, they came in with a whole bunch of new regulations. And one of the regulations, uh, regulations put a temporary ban on all dairy and egg-based products. And literally, uh, all of my accounts had to pull me off the shelves that morning. It was crazy. Damn. Yep. So easy come, easy go. Um, what they do with all that ice cream? You know, you know, they, they, you know, they had already purchased it from me. So okay. you know, I'm, I'm okay. sure they, wow. you know, yeah. I'm sure they did yeah. whatever they needed to do with uh, yeah. it. But, uh, you gotta do yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So my accounts, I lost my accounts just like that. Uh, and I was still living in North Carolina. So I was traveling back and forth to Seattle, operating a business from North Carolina. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just a big, big dream. So, um, you know, as I was starting to wait for the licensing thing, we actually closed up shop. So yeah. that's kind of what happened in Seattle. That's tough, man. I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, but yep. but like you say, you get you move on, and you got a lot of other opportunities ahead of you. Uh, a lot of different things cooking, pun mm-hmm. intended, because I know you're in the kitchen a lot. Yep, I um, am. And you know yeah, what? And it's, oh, go ahead, Justine. Oh, I was just gonna say, and you know that it didn't fail for lack of interest. It was totally mm-hmm. out of your control. Yeah, 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where the pressure comes in. It's like, hey, Jason, right? We tried the ice cream shops. I had two ice cream shops, uh, normal ice cream shops that did, had an incredible product. And we just uh, came, to the, so came to the economy, uh, went out to Seattle. We sort of came to the loss. Uh, do I really want to try this again? And it took me, it took me a while to kind of bounce back and uh, kind of put myself in position to do it again. And I told myself I would only do it again if, uh, if you know, I was in a state, if I can be hands-on in a state that uh, allowed it. And uh, when they started to work on the laws here in Illinois, that's when I decided to kind of start putting things back together. Hell yeah, coming home yep. and stuff. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, for so sure. So you still, like, uh, got, like, friends you grew up with around or anything? I don't know if that's too personal of a question. But yeah, no, absolutely. Like, uh, absolutely, awesome. man. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know how it is, man. Your, your closest friends are, um, you know, friends who, you know, you grew up with. You know, my high school buddies. I'm still yeah. really, really close to all the guys who I live, you know, I went to, I graduated from Illinois State University. And my dorm mates, right? All the people, I, you know, my freshman, sophomore year in the dorms down there, I'm still you know, some of my best friends to this day. So I keep a really close circle of friends. Uh, and then, of course, family and, and uh, you know, and, and all the relationships I've been developing over time. So it's good to be back home. Yeah, that's super cool. Your ISU yep. alumni. That's awesome. Yep. Yep, for sure. I love I, I love that you're an Illinois, a uh, Chilinoian, you know, <laughs> a native Chilinoian. So. Yep, yep, absolutely. Very proud to be. Hell yeah. Well, we're really excited uh, for your product and uh, we're really hoping that things pan out. You know, uh, we're open, especially since the governor just made an announcement, you know, it's hot off, hot off the presses, folks. Mm -hmm. Beep, 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 coming off the wire. (laughs) Uh, So let's, let's hope that we see some, uh, you know, forward progress because we we need people like you that are, uh, you know, you know, from Illinois, care about the people, care about the product, mm-hmm. uh, have a you know proven resume of being able to uh, produce a premium product, which is yep. you know yeah, just awesome. Yeah, uh, it is. So. It is. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about it, Illinois, and you know, and it feels good to be um, you know uh, a minority, and people are actually like seeking out you know me because I'm a minority-based business. So just imagine you know, the, the change in the environment from two years ago or a year ago. So just one year is like, you know, the nation as a whole uh, are really waking up to the, uh, the injustices and the, uh, the, the lack of resources, uh, you know, out of the, you know, the minority communities. We've all known that, but it had never been at the, hadn't been at the forefront of people's minds. So I'm all for social equity. And uh, I'm going to definitely do my part to represent uh, my community and my heritage and uh, and make sure that everything that I do is put out there with uh, uh, the goals of being a trailblazer. So well said, Jay. Well said. Yeah. yeah thank so, you. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Remind us uh, where we can find you um, online and on Instagram. Yeah. My Instagram uh, is Jane and Mary's. So all one word, uh, Jane and Mary's with an S. And you'll find me. I'm right there. So you yeah. see, I like to post, uh, you know, because I'm not in business, I'm not doing any particular special marketing. But, you know, as I, you know, make, uh, you know, once again, you know, ice cream and sorbets for my friends and family, people close to me. Uh, I uh, I post pictures of, the, of, you know, the different, um, you know, the different flavors I'm making, you know, and yeah, I'm making ice cream. Food, I work food for porn for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like it. It's more art, right? 
Um, and I work full time. So I'm literally working, you know, uh, nine to 6 p.m. Right. I have a family. So I take care of my kids. My kids uh, and my wife uh, definitely get a uh, uh, first. Uh, they come first, give all my priority. And then after I get the kids in bed, I head to the kitchen. So I'm, I'm making ice cream from 9 p.m. to 2 in the morning, you know, a couple of times a week. And I uh, you know that kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, so it's fun. But I'm all every time you see me post this, it's, it's going to be late because I'm, I'm there working with the elves at night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, before before we let you go, uh, I just want to ask, like, because we, we try to ask uh, our the folks that are in the cannabis industry, like, uh, you know, kind of like what their family thinks and not even like your direct family, like, you know, your wife or kids. But like, you know, what do you what do your mom and dad think, for example, about the fact that uh, not only you have made a name for yourself in the cannabis industry, but you're looking to make it, you know, make your name in your home state of Illinois. Like, what's that you know, like? For it's been slow. I think people are, are warm and welcoming. Um, you know, cannabis is like, uh, it feels like the gold rush era. If, you know, we were yeah. back in the 1800s and everybody's trying to get into the industry. Um, luckily, I have a resume of, um, you know, entrepreneurship and ice cream production. So people know I'm not just jumping in just to jump in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people are hesitant. But at the same time, people are supportive and they want to see where it goes. Um, so that's been it's been it's been a good thing. And I, there's nothing better than being the ice cream man. I mean, literally, everyone loves the ice cream, man. So, you know, it's funny. I mean, I, my my reminder on my phone literally went off before we recorded, and it's you know, just about you know thirty minutes before I needed to get set up, and it said, you know, you've got you've got a podcast with the ice cream man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. So I, I love it. I love the industry. I love the position I'm in. I love uh, the warm reception, like you guys uh, gave to the ice cream, like uh, Jason from uh, Illinois uh, News Joint. I mean, when he came on a podcast, I was blown away by all the kind things that he said on this podcast. And those are things that he hadn't necessarily shared with me. So just to know uh, how supported I am, it's been really good. So I'm doing it, man. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to represent well. Um, you know, I get tons of requests for ice cream flavors and, uh, you know, I pocket them. So I'm listening. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm working on actually a new flavor right now. Actually, this week I'll be working on a new flavor. So. I was just going to ask you if there were any like old signature cookies and cream ice cream flavors that you were hoping to turn into a regular infused creation. Ooh, a regular infused creation. Um, my, this is kind of crazy, but my best recipe that I absolutely love, my personal favorite is called uh, carrot cake, carrot cake ice cream. Ooh. <laughs> And I literally, it's literally 50% carrot cake, 50% ice cream. And it's like a, this wonderfully flavored, you know, uh, spicy ice cream that's infused with a giant carrot cake that's just shoved in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> and it's pretty cool. So when you jump in, you get like these giant heaps of cake and uh, ice cream. And it's just it's fun. So that's one of the things that, uh, that's one of the things I would love to do. I can do anything, but you know, I'm, I'm pushing for the retail. See, when you have an ice cream shop, I can, I can literally go making all kinds of flavors. Uh, sure. I think when I go retail, I'll have uh, four uh, basic um, flavors uh, of ice cream and two uh, sorbets. And then I'll rotate those out throughout the season. That's the plan, nice. but I can literally make anything. Like right now I'm working on a blue moon ice cream. Are you familiar with that blue moon? Like, like the beer? 
That's what I thought. But it's, no, it's not the beer. It's a Midwestern old tradition. It's a blue ice cream that has this fluffy, light, marshmallowy flavor. Uh, and uh, and it's just it's just fun. It's literally just this bright blue, light, creamy, sweet ice cream, and people love it. It's a Midwestern thing that I didn't know. I never heard about it, and I started looking into it. Somebody uh, actually referred it, recommended it, and uh, I looked into it and I said, "I'm gonna work on that." So I'm excited yeah. to reveal that next week. Gosh, yeah, I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled for that. That is freaking. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That sounds yep. right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. See, it's fun talking about ice cream. Hell yeah, it is. Good question. Nope. <laughs> Good question. Cool. Well, um, well, we'd love to have you on anytime, especially if you get any news. You know, uh, feel free to reach out. We always tell our guests when we bring them on that, um, you know, while we're like kind of the regular hosts, we're always on the podcast. This is this is the people of Illinois podcast. So, um, you know, as a person of Illinois and it it doesn't even have to be from Illinois, anybody listening, you can still reach out to us and come on. I mean, I always like to bring up uh, one of my favorite podcasts I ever did was with nurse Kibra, who I believe is from Pennsylvania. We talked about, you know, her path and cannabis as a registered nurse all the way up to other things she does for the community. So anybody listening that wants to come on, you're welcome. And Jay, um, you're always welcome on the podcast. So uh, yeah, you got to come back and tell us what new flavors are on deck. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. I would love that. We should, uh, yeah, I would love, uh, love to be, you know, a visit. Uh, I, I, I wanted to take time to thank you. I mean, you guys have been supportive from the beginning. Um, you know, you've always made me feel uh, welcome and, you know, been interested in supporting me online and social media. So, man, this is just a great opportunity for me just to be able to speak to you guys um, and just share my story so people know uh, who I am. So I appreciate it, you know, so whatever you guys need from me, I'm there too. So, and, uh, I'll definitely set aside some blue moon and some fresh mango sorbet for you guys. Oh, you're the best. Yeah. That means a lot. That means a lot, man. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Glad to, glad to help. It's all about giving gain. And like you were saying about the cannabis industry that, you know, we want to try to reinstill the warm values that everybody else, the good vibes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we appreciate that feedback, man. And, uh, it's all love. It's all love. Absolutely. You know, so absolutely cool, man. Well, uh, any, any final words before we wrap up the show? Well, uh, just keep, keep your eyes out for me. How how much time I have. Oh, you got, you got plenty of time. You got plenty of time, man. (laughs) I was going to say, if you got any weed uh, nearby, we can spark some up to close out the show. If you want, I don't know if you got any nearby. Yeah, man. Uh, I'd actually bring it. You know, you actually told me to bring it. I didn't, I don't have it downstairs with me. Um, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, I definitely will be joining you tonight. Uh, but thank you for the uh, the time. Keep your eyes out for me. Uh, we got our people knocking on my door, man. So that's it's awesome to actually, you know, I've been spending the last you know three years knocking on doors and trying to get some doors open, and it feels great for people to be coming to me and reaching out to me and trying to make some things happen. So uh, if anybody's listening here. I'm always open. I feel like opportunities are blessings and I'm looking for them. Uh, and uh, I'm looking to work with people uh, and just continue to build uh, this community we have here in Illinois. So I appreciate the opportunity. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So once again, folks, we're joined with Jay Knight, uh, owner of Jane and Mary's. You can follow them on Instagram at Jane and Mary's. That's one, one word, Jane and Mary's. Um, great follow on Instagram. And uh, we're really looking forward to those uh, products being on the shelves here in Illinois. So thanks again, Jay. 
Thank you. Appreciate it, Cole. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Justine.